Welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. And that's Lisa. And this is Lore. <laughs> Which literally took, what, three hours? Yeah, super short. Didn't realize it was that short. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's perfect for this time of the year. For real. I love that podcast so much. Mm-hmm. The show on Amazon Prime is um, a perfect visual representation of that show, I think. I think so, too. I like the beginnings with, the, like, the little cartoony things. Me, too. That was my favorite. <laughs> I kind of wish they had just, like, done cartoons through the whole thing. I was like, can you just do that the whole time? I don't need to yeah. see actors. Because I'm nine, and that's all I want to do is watch cartoons. <laughs> right. We've already talked about that. That was Big Mouth. <laughs> Yes, I know. I wish I watched again. I watched it again this week. That should be, I love that show. That should be our Christmas episode. And then I watched all the stand-up uh, specials on Netflix with the um, one of the one of the the main characters in the show. He's a stand-up comedian. Oh yeah, John John Mulaney. Is that I it? think is his name? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then there's Nick Kroll. I don't know if Nick Kroll does. Stand up. I don't know, but yeah, that shows. Anyways. That's a good show to just put on. Oh, I love Big Mouth. <laughs> we we went uh, to Barnes and Noble yesterday, and they have like a GameStop next door, and they have all those Funko Pop things that I have that we have, and they had some of the characters from Big Mouth. And I swear, if they had the female hormone monster, I was buying it and putting it right on my desk. Ah. Uh. I love her. What's that? What did we? I think we talked about this before. What's her name? Mia Maya, the actress that voices the hormone monstrous. She was in Bridesmaids, and I love her she said, so much. She, she goes, I'll "Take a bubble bath." <laughs> no, she says that's actually Chad's favorite part. He's like, "Yay!" So I'll just send I'll send him stuff throughout the day of just like her. Of just her. Just her. Oh, I love him. Yeah. She goes, when they first introduce her, she's like, why do you smell so, so good? And she goes, I don't wear deodorant and I only take bubble bites. <laughs> <laughs> she's seriously my favorite. Uh, but anyway, okay. we watched uh, Lore on Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yes, Lore. And it's not Big Mouth. No. So we watched season one. Season two just came out. Um, we probably should have watched, we could have watched season two. Yeah. Um, but I'm tired, so. <laughs> She's had a rough weekend. <laughs> I'm very tired today. This weekend was my first wedding anniversary. Yay! Yeah, I slept till like 10 o'clock, which I haven't done since I was like 22. <laughs> You're just catching up from the wedding stuff a year ago. Yeah, that's what it is. I'm finally recovering. <laughs> You're like, we made it to the first year. Okay. Yeah. Now I can sleep. <laughs> We had our cake. It was so good. I'm telling you, that's the best. It tastes exactly like it like it did a year ago. Mm. And it was a really good cake. It was a really good cake. Um, it was cookies and cream. Yes. And? Um, chocolate ganache. Yes. Not together. Different layers. Different layers. They had like a 12-layer cake or something. Yeah. It was awesome. It really was. <laughs> um, <laughs> the first episode of Lore is called They Made a Tonic. Yes! I love this episode. Uh, I hate that he doesn't name these shows what the fuck they're about. I'll never find the Marie Laveau episode. No. no. <laughs> See? I'm telling you. It's impossible to find. I was like, Marie Laveau podcast, and it never came up, and I was like, screw them. I don't even care. This one should be called, um, you know, either Buried Alive or... I Can't or... Breathe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I can't breathe. Yes. Overall, the episode was about um, consumption. Mm-hmm. Which is contagious. Which, tuberculosis. It's tuberculosis, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I read a little fact that said that like 10 million people have died from tuberculosis. Yes. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. especially way back when they, you know, their their cure was moved to drier climates. Colorado. So the character in this episode, <laughs> he moves to Colorado. Yes. And so I read another little a little tidbit that said that um, around that time, consumption deaths did spike in Colorado, but that's because everybody with consumption kept going to Colorado and yeah. just dying in Colorado. For reals. I don't know why they decided that, that that's the place that'll cure you, but whatever. Sorry, I was looking for my dog who I think went under the bed. Like, she's literally oh. not in here anymore. Yeah, I don't see her. <laughs> I don't know where she went. Sorry. But um, what I was going to say about this episode is that it taps into one of my deepest, darkest fears, which is being buried alive. Oh my gosh, so scary. Can you even imagine? That's just... Yeah. We learn we learn about a lot of different inventions that people made yes. to prevent being buried alive. <laughs> I love it. it was One of them so involves a bell mm-hmm. um, above ground, and you tie a string to like their toes or something. Mm-hmm. They can pull on it. It's it's yeah, and they can ring the bell if they're still alive. So it turns out, Saved by the Bell did not come from Zach Morris. <laughs> not a 90s sitcom reference but it's been around a lot longer and it's way darker how effective do you think that was i mean if you're buried in the cemetery people aren't just hanging out there like they do now so you're buried you're ringing the bell and nobody's coming because nobody's around i guess if you if you have air you'll have like at least a few days for somebody to find you i I would be dead by then i'm telling you if you no, if you buried somebody with a bell on their coffin you're gonna hang out for a little while to make sure because like Mm -hmm. you've already decided i am so unsure if this person is dead (laughs) that you put a bell in their coffin but i like some of the other techniques where they were like you you jam something under their nail (gasps) or jam it in their eyeball or or put a beetle in their ear or slice their feet I was yeah, like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Can you imagine? They really the, wanted to make sure they were dead. Can you imagine, though? Like, like you're really, really sick. People think you're dead, and then they slice open the bottom of your feet. Oh, that's... Ugh, I mean... worse. I know. I was like, and then that's what kills you. Yeah, yeah. That's what... You're like, well, fuck this. <laughs> Bye. Especially back then. Then you step down, you know, weeks later, and you get an infection and die from foot And rot. then you die from gangrene. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> vampires were much more complicated back then. I, I mean, there's it's a lot easier to be a vampire nowadays. There's no twilight back in days of yore. <laughs> no, back then to be a vampire, you had to stay inside the coffin and feed off people's souls from underneath the ground. That's crazy. That's a lot more work than just getting bitten and then, you know, going outside only at nighttime. <laughs> Have you seen the show, the movie, What We Do... Yes, what we do in the, the shadows. shadows. We watched it last night. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> Love that movie. So great. That's with the Flight of the Concord guys. Yes. I'm yes. You, I thought I was going to die. Yeah, that's that's a great movie. It really is. Um, that the, Those vampires are way more interesting <laughs> than the tuberculosis vampires in this episode. I have to say, I find them more believable, the werewolves and the vampires and that, than I ever did in Twilight. 
And what we do in the shadows. Yes. Yeah, that, it does make more sense. Yeah. <laughs> now that we'd walk by him and that one, the one vampire like threw a stick and one of the werewolves, when they were still a guy, like almost chased after it. And I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> now, I went, where did you watch that? Now I want to go watch that it. That is um, Amazon Prime. So if you have Perfect. Prime, you can watch it. Binge watch well, with us. Well, you that's probably sh- did watch Prime if you're listening. You probably do have Prime if you're listening to this episode. For sure. Or we could be the selling point to get Prime. Um, the second episode is called Echoes. Yes. You want to tell me real quick what this episode has to do with Echoes? Uh, nothing. Nothing. The answer is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Yeah, this episode is about lobotomies. This is the... Uh, I can't. I just can't. I it makes can't. you cringe. It really does. Because it's going yeah. right for your eye. To hit yeah, your brain hard. right through your eye. And all they do, and beforehand, they give you electric shock. <laughs> yeah. Here's some electric <laughs> shock therapy, and I'm going to jab something in your eye. I'd be off the table. Electric shock therapy is still approved by the FDA. But is it like that? Yes. it's So you can still get electric shock therapy. They use it for severe depression. But is that more like in the brain waves than than I I don't know if it's exactly like it was okay. um in this episode, but you can still get electric shock therapy if you want to, I think. Um nope. no. No. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> Cuz then I know the lobotomy's coming. Oh gosh. Ugh. Right through the eye. I think we've probably talked about it before, but the dollop has a really good episode about um this doctor. I think his name is Dr. Freeman. I might be wrong about that. Yes, Walter, Walter Freeman. They do a whole, I think it's like an hour and a half on just Dr. Freeman. Um, he had a lobotomobile. Um, he performed so many lobotomies um, in a day that he decided to, you know, hit the road. And mm-hmm. he had a, see, there's the, mm-hmm. you guys, my, my microphone is really sensitive. Somebody is cutting their grass. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um. He had it like a, a a patient chair in the back of this van, and that's crazy. He would drive around from asylum to asylum and perform mm-hmm. lobotomies in the back of this van. Crazy. Uh, he did really use an ice pick. No, just just yeah, no to all of it. It's, it's insane. He had to have known, right? So, do you think he knew that all he was doing was causing brain damage? No, I think he thought, I really think deep down he thought he was curing people of their ailments. Which, back then, I was like, the the few patients they showed, and of course I did no research on this, they just looked like they were a little depressed. I wouldn't even call it severe depression. I would call it very, very mild depression. He's like, lobotomy, go get some coffee. <laughs> Well, yeah, I I read that um, the youngest uh, lobotomy patient he ever had was 12 years old. No, that's too young. The stepmother brought Mm. him into the office to get a lobotomy. So it wasn't even his own mom. Mm -mm. Because the child was willful at 12 years old. So they're like, lobotomy, go get some coffee, mom. Come back in a half hour or whatever. I read that occasionally, sometimes the lobotomy instruments would break off. Into the patient's head. Yeah. <laughs> just, my eyes hurt. Um, just... You can find a picture of Dr. Freeman on the internet performing a lobotomy because he 
had someone no. take a picture no. while he was doing it. No. Um, that patient died. No. Imagine that. Did he die in front of the camera? Yeah, he died. Yeah, when when uh, when the when they took the picture, he hit he hit it with his little hammer. He hit his little his little ice pick mm. with his hammer, and it went too far and killed that patient. But he got the picture, that... so it's worth it. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's all that matters. Doing it for the likes. He is. Uh, he he definitely had a um, complex. Was he a psychopath? Uh, I think <laughs> maybe or a narcissist. But that, that, yeah, that narcissist that god complex. Ugh. Like I think I'm so much smarter than the rest of y'all. Even when his like partner was like, hmm, I don't know anymore. Like he kept doing it, but yet he wouldn't do it on his That's wife. That's exactly what I was gonna say. It's strange that he never did it on his wife, who went into severe depression after his son, uh, their son died. Yeah, that's yeah. It's strange that he didn't do it on her. So I'm like, did it really work, or were you afraid to do it on her because it may kill her, or make her blind, or piss her off? Yeah, I maybe literally he, don't know. He literally just did not care about these people, and he wouldn't do it on his wife because he cared about his wife. I'm not sure about that. I don't think he cared about her at all. Um, <laughs> well, speaking of um, men trying to make women uh, less willful. <laughs> yeah. Because that's all he was doing lobotomies on chicks who were kind of bitchy. Yeah. You know? Can you imagine? We, You and I would have had lobotomies oh, years I know. ago. Sometimes I want one, though. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The next episode is called Black Stockings. Again. Again? What does this have to do with anything? She does wear black stockings in the episode, but... I thought she had red stockings. No, there's such a tint on the episode that the black stockings look like they're green. So I was really confused by that for a while, too. It wasn't until the end of the episode that I realized it's the same pair of stockings and they are black. This actor, the guy that played the husband, is um, an MMA fighter. He's a retired MMA fighter. Um, And he is actually a big advocate of, of, like, family abuse foundations. Oh, wow. So it's kind of strange. Or, I don't know, strange. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe he picked this role for a reason. Maybe. But, yeah, that's kind of odd because it's basically spousal abuse and murder. (laughs) Yeah, he loses his mind. Um, That's crazy. And this is something that happens now. Yeah. Yeah. People still think that that somebody they know has gotten replaced by a changeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you go to any fairy circles while you were in Ireland? I was. I actually wrote that down. I think I did. One of the day tours we took went to Tara, some other place, Trim, and this last place, which I can't remember. And there was a crazy old Irishman with the walking stick and everything, very animated. And he took <laughs> us around this this whole area and he would tell stories and stuff. And I think we did see one. But wherever a this A fairy place, or a fairy circle? Fairy circle. Okay. There's no fairies in Ireland. Because I'm like, are you really Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a changeling now. Wherever this spot's at, and I really don't know, where you can walk up this little way and you can see all supposedly all of Ireland from that spot. Like you can see what you can see like mile hundreds of miles, I guess, Whoa, in each direction crazy. on a on a uh, clear day, which is like two days out of the year. But right, yeah. <laughs> but this is again, 
okay, so the first episode was consumption. This one is basically bronchitis. Do you think that's what she had? Or something like that, because she, I mean, she was out in the rain. It was probably butt-ass freezing there. You're right. It was probably bronchitis. She gets really, really sick, and they're like, Changeling, you're dead. You're, You're a devil. And she has to sweat it out for I don't even know how many days. Well, I read what they were giving her, like, to cure a person of a changeling, which is, <sighs> the whole lore behind it is really confusing, because it's like, it's supposed to be that a fairy has taken the place of mm-hmm. a person that you know, yes. but you can cure the person of the changeling by giving them, which is essentially a mercury concoction. Yes. So that could have been what was making her sick, too. He was probably forcing her to drink mercury. Yeah. I did read that this guy um, was charged with manslaughter. Yes. And he went to jail for 15 years Mm -hmm. and then went to Canada when he was released. So at least he didn't get away with it. No. But the whole thing is just crazy to me because then... You know, like in the show, he gets her up. He's like, do this and do that and get, put some clothes on because it's nippy out or whatever. And when she's meeting her family after being, lying in state for however many days. And then he's like, eat and all this. And you can tell the woman's sick as a dog. I mean, to me, it's either bronchitis or the flu. Like to me, she almost looks like she had the flu. Um, And then it's like, oh, you didn't say my name right or whatever it was. And he went crazy on her. And I'm just like. Jesus Christ. Yeah, the truth of it is is that he was pissed off that she was making more money than him. And those yes. black stockings were too sexy for him. He felt like she was going to step out on him when she had those sexy black stockings on. That nobody could ever see. So he burned her alive. <laughs> yeah. Nobody could yeah. ever see those because they have like 10 layers of clothing on. But, you know, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, which you, I thought that was really interesting. I was kind of mesmerized by that, watching her put all those layers of clothing on. Because she's got like the petticoat and then she puts the skirt over it. And she's got the shirt and then she puts the little jacket on and the stockings. Yeah. It's, it's let me tell you, the, the wind and stuff in Ireland is... Biting. Nothing to mess with, yeah. I mean, I when I wore my big Lands End coat with the liner and the this and the that and the other, it's like you stand out there with no clothes on. <laughs> it oh, just gosh. cuts through you. No, yeah. thank you. Oh, no, it's beautiful. <laughs> um, the next episode is called Passing Notes. So, okay, this one, I guess, uh, there, maybe he's getting better at naming the episodes. <laughs> this one does have notes from ghosts. None of that matters. What matters is the reverend in this episode, the main character, I knew he was in something. Yes. And I had to go see what it was he was in. Everything. He Yes, he's in a lot of stuff. He's in Terminator 2. Yes. He's in Wayne's World. Yes. He's in The Faculty. Yes. I've never That's saw what, that. Those are the stuff I know him from. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. He's world famous. Yeah, so this episode is about a um, a reverend who uh, starts messing with, what did they call it? Mysticism? I think so back then, yeah. Yeah, back then they were like super into ghosts and stuff. Probably because everybody was dying left, right, and center. That's very true, yeah. <laughs> it's not like people died late in life then. It, I mean, you know, people yeah. back then died all the time. I think the life expectancy around that time was like you'd live to maybe 60 and now it's 80 
So, you know, that makes a big difference, but... Yeah, everybody was into seances, and (sighs) it sounds like a way cooler time. (laughs) Until you had to put all those clothes on. I mean, what sounds better? Like, hey, come over to my dinner party, or... Hey, come over to my seance. I'm going to be like, yes, <laughs> attending. <laughs> I was, no, me, I'm like, do I have to? Can I wear <laughs> yoga pants? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll go to the seance see if I can wear yoga pants. <laughs> and no makeup. I may brush my teeth. I am going to a psychic in two weeks. No. Nope. <laughs> nope. Mm-mm. 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 I am, yeah. Okay. You can give um, me your money and I'll, I'll do a psychic reading with you. It's actually not that expensive. I'm going with That's Dustin's okay. family. Dustin's I, family is super into psychics. Um, they're very they're very funny about it because it's like, oh, no, that person, they're totally full of shit. But this person, this is a real psychic and you can pay her $200. Like, it's so strange. No. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> so I'm going with Dustin's family. It's going to be a big group of us. It's all women, of course. Oh, my God. Um, what are you hoping to find out from the uh, psychic? Well, the last time I went with his family, um, Dustin's grandmother came through to me and only me. Mm-hmm. And I'd never met this lady. She passed away, I think, maybe not too long before I met Dustin. Mm. And so when she came through, she said, you leave Dustin alone. He's going to marry you when he's ready to marry you. (laughs) Oh, Yeah. Um, And so I came home and I told Dustin about the whole thing. And he's like, this is all a bunch of bullshit. And I was like, well, (laughs) uh, your grandmother came through and she said to leave you alone. He's like, that's real. (laughs) (laughs) He caved in. He's so caved in. I also learned that um, Ouija boards were like a family game. Yes. That was kind of taken over by, by... Parker's brother, Parker Brothers. <laughs> Whoever says it, sells it now at Toys R Us. Yeah. And then it was just kind of taken over by the whole psychic scene. Mm-hmm. So um, they're not actually instruments of Satan. They're just made by like Martell or whatever. Yeah. I mean... Even seances. I mean, I would definitely go, but I'm just like, it's... A seance would be cool as shit, honestly. I kind of want to do that instead of go to a psychic. Well, what's really funny is, you know, we're going to be there for Halloween, and I'm like, Muriel's in the quarter by Jackson Square has a seance room. (gasps) I don't think they do seances, but it's called the seance room, and I'm like, oh, I totally want to go there. But I'm sure it's already booked. Oh, I'm sure for Halloween, definitely. Yeah, yeah, so... I watched a movie this week on Netflix called um, The Witch. Oh, I haven't watched that yet, but it's on my list. It's on your list. Mm -hmm. It's like, I think that the word witch is spelled with two V's. Yes, that's what it looks like. Like Mm V-V-I-T-C-H. Bitch. (laughs) It was all right. It was scary. Um, Yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. Mm. It was traumatizing and confusing. Is that the one that was set in, like, colonial times or pilgrims times? Yeah, like colonization time. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> Roanoke time. It says at the end <laughs> of the movie that um, a lot of the dialogue is, like, taken from actual transcripts and stuff from back then. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't so, doubt it. Or I heard uh, it's a good movie. The next episode is called The Beast Within. See? They're getting better. They are. It's about werewolves. It's about werewolves. <laughs> 
<laughs> I literally, that's the only thing I wrote down. Werewolves. <laughs> Boy, this episode has some bad acting in it. <sighs> it's hard to watch. I think his name is Adam Goldberg. Yes. Is the bad guy in this episode? Yes, I think so. Uh, eesh, it's bad. It's Yeah, it was hard to watch. I, this is probably my least favorite out of all of them. Because the acting was bad? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a turnoff. And then, I, and then I have, wait, now we're talking about Son of Sam? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> the end of the episode is about Son of Sam, and I'm like, wait, how are these two things connected? And I'm like, oh, a dog, I guess. Sure. Sure, you know, this, <laughs> Jesus. But, I, you know, I really feel bad for the people that they thought were werewolves, those people with that hair condition where it just grows really insane. Because yeah. can you imagine, I mean, as a child having that? I mean, that just had to be horrible. As a person of half Italian heritage, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I've been getting my eyebrows waxed since I was 12. Yeah, but that's a little different than having your whole face full of fur. I know. Yeah, like, how do you explain? Well, I think a lot of that, those people were, like, I think that actual DNA originates from South America, and I'm Uh sure that they were probably more, um, I don't know, not as hateful as, say, you know, 16th century French people. Probably. But, I mean... I mean, just think about it. Like, you can't even really shave that off. No. And there's no nair back then, so it's like... Because even if you shaved it off, it would still be like like if you shave a Pomeranian. Yeah. They still have fur everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's as common now. Um, But I know there's still cases of it, but I just don't think it's... It's like leprosy. It, It still exists, but it's not... Yeah, but this you're born with. It's probably a genetic trait that you know, has kind of bred its way out. Like, there's, yeah. I'm sh- I don't know if the how big those families are now. Yeah, that's true. So, um, so yeah, that episode was meh. Uh, yeah, I didn't really the, like it. The last episode was the best episode. Yes. It's called Unboxed. That's my favorite. I love this yes. story. I love this story. Do you know who the doll, the creepy doll's mom is? No, but she looked familiar. Who is she? Right. So the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, no, 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 This person's supposed to speak with, like, a really strong southern accent. Mm-hmm. Like, I could picture this person, mm-hmm. but I couldn't, like, put my finger on it. And I'm like, all I know is that this person, used, like, would talk with a strong southern accent. So I finally, I had to pause it and look it up. That's Pam from True Blood. Shut your whoring mouth. <laughs> No. Yes, it is. That's Pam from True Blood. Now that you say it, totally can see it. Yep. Yep. Man, I love Pam. So I don't know if that was a wig because oh. I think she does naturally have blonde hair. Uh, I think she has like a sandy blonde hair. I don't think it's blonde blonde. I think it's a little brownish. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, that was not? her. I'm uh, dying. Oh my God. Because I was like. I kind of really like this lady. Like, whoever she is, she's fabulous, but I never even thought to look at Isn't it, up. it funny? You're like, oh, this person is fabulous, but I don't know why. It's because <laughs> her character on True Blood was wonderful. Her and Eric were the only, and Lala Lafayette, were the only reasons to watch that show. R.I.P. Lafayette. R.I.P. Um, yeah. Uh, 
True Blood from HBO is a laugh riot. Um, <laughs> I still hate you for making me watch it. Oh, uh, God. It's so stupid. I loved it. <laughs> well, the first couple of seasons were really good. It's like Riverdale. It's really good. And it's really bad at the same time. But, um, yeah. Eric, only reason to watch it. And Pam. So, yeah, this episode is about a creepy doll named Robert. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck dolls. No. <laughs> and I think I, I we went to the Keys uh one time in my life. And I think we saw that doll because I've always been interested yeah. in ghosts and all that stuff since forever. And I think we saw it. And I think it really was like holy shit. <laughs> this thing it's a scary looking is doll. Creepy as hell. Yes. I read that it's stuffed with wood shavings. Probably. Like it's got like sawdust in it. Probably because I think that's what they used back when. Yeah. But in France. <laughs> Does this tie into the Conjuring universe at all? No. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, it could, but it doesn't. I don't think they ever investigated it. Hmm. They don't have it, so I'm gonna say no. Oh. Um. In this episode, we learn about the godmother of uh, forensic science. Yes. Yeah, we learn about Frances Glasner Lee. I had to write it down because I was like, this is this is important. We should talk about her. We should. Mm-hmm. She made miniatures of crime scenes. Yes. I love that so much. That's a much. great idea. I just love that. I'm like, God, that's... And they still use them to this oh, day. Yeah. I just think that's fabulous. I just... It's such uh, a smart idea. I loved it. I loved Look, it. Bitches have loved murder for a long time. (laughs) She's just lucky that she was rich and she could afford to make little miniatures. I'm telling you. And she gave all her money to a university to study crime. Yep. I'm telling you, she would be on the My Favorite Murder top ten list if she was still around. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, yeah. She should be on there now. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of surprised they haven't talked about her, except for they do talk about only true crime and not... Uh, yeah, but when you're the godmother of true, of well, not true crime, but forensics. Forensics. I mean, well, maybe if Paul Holes, Holes talks about it, they'll bring it back around. Well, because before this, like, all they did was, like, you know, outline the body in chalk. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, and try not to trample. That's where the body was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was super afraid of Chucky as a little, as a kid. Oh, yeah. I... Kind of was to just dolls in general. I'm telling you, The Conjuring, anything with Annabelle, even though I watch it, it scares the living shit out of me. Okay, thank you. So there is a doll. Yeah. There is a doll in The Conjuring. It's mm-hmm. called Annabelle. Okay. It's called Annabelle. She's a China doll, but in real life, she's a Raggedy Ann okay. doll. But the Raggedy Ann Corporation, question mark, I don't know who makes them, but they were like, absolutely not. You cannot use this in your horror movie, you crazy people. So that's yeah. why they use the the creepy ass, creepy ass doll. <laughs> I'm surprised that uh, the My Buddy company let Chucky get away with what they did. I mean, I think I think my husband told me that he had a My Buddy. Nope, absolutely I know. That's so scary. not. I don't think I ever got any China dolls um, or anything like that in my whole entire life. Thank God. Um, those things need to be killed on site. 
and burned. <laughs> my grandmother gave me a couple. I want to say I only had like two or three. I don't know where they are anymore. Hopefully sacrificed. <laughs> I don't have them. My mom doesn't have them. Hopefully burned. Burned yep. and thrown in the river. I hope they're happy wherever they are and not mm-hmm. angry at me. <laughs> so this, this episode, like, it, it had me thinking something in the back of my mind with um, Key West, Florida, and dolls, and I'm like, man, there's, and, and they, and they talked about that, uh, I think they talked in this episode really briefly about this guy mm. who's, they, um, they discovered in his apartment in 2011 that mm-hmm. he had been grave robbing bodies and then dressing them up as dolls in his house, right? That was in this episode. I think so, Yeah. I've heard that story before, but... So, I don't know. The whole thing... I was thinking of something in the back of my mind, so I started Googling. hmm And there is a man. His name is Carl Tansler. hmm And he is from Key West, Florida. hmm He was a uh, radiologist, like a uh, like an x-ray doctor. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. During the, tur- the tuberculosis days. Jesus. Obviously, like, in you know, in the 1900s. Mm-hmm. And he fell in love with one of his patients that he was treating for tuberculosis. Her name was Helen Milagro. Sure. <laughs> he was obsessed with this poor girl. She was yeah. very, she was much younger than him. And she ended up dying of tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Um, he took her body from her tomb. Mm-hmm. Brought her home. Yep. Covered her in wax and silk kept the body in his bedroom for at least 10 years he is the founder of seven sex, years he's the founder of sex dolls so they never were able to prove that that's what he was doing mm-hmm. there's a mm-hmm. lot of um there's a lot of lore around that they say that when because they did an <laughs> autopsy on the body on on this poor girl's body when oh, they gosh. discovered what he had done and they say that there was a paper tube inserted Nope. But there's no actual proof of that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. yeah, this whole thing had me. I was like, man, there's something about Key West, Florida and, like, another doll. <laughs> well, it's kind of isolated. Um, Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, you have to cross this 90,000-mile bridge to get to it. It's, um, like I said, we. I've only been once. Um, as a kid, and the only thing that really sticks out in my head is we went to some famous bar down there, and I don't remember the name. And I mean, I was young. I was like seven, eight, nine, something like that. And we went into this bar, and my parents were getting something, and I sat at the bar, and they're like, she has to go. My parents uh, are like, what? And they're like, no kids can sit at the bar. And we're like, but she's not. And they're like, she can't sit here. So we could sit at the table. We just couldn't sit at the bar. Yeah. And I just remember I was like mortified because I was that Aww, age. Where poor I was thing. like, don't 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 single me out. Yeah. Um but that whole story about Robert, I think that that's just creepy. Something about do- possessed dolls scares the shit out of me. Well, they talk about it in the show a little bit. They talk about um the uncanny valley theory where our minds just do not like it when something looks like a person yes. and is not a person. We have to talk about those human baby dolls that they have. <gasps> yes, Fuck. what were they called? Living doll, living, what were they called? Uh, people who need serious therapy. I don't know oh what they're called. Oh my God. And like some of them have to be there for the birth and they're like cutting them out of this, uh, I, I don't sack. know. Sack. Sack. like a sack. <laughs> I uh. thought I was going to die. I had the heebie-jeebies. 
through that. I, I've watched this twice. I mean, you have to know oh if God. you if you want one of those, you have to know there's something wrong with you. You have to. I mean, I, and ugh. go to therapy. You need therapy. Serious therapy and maybe I'm electric sorry. shock. Maybe lobotomies is what you no, need. I, I don't know if we need a lobotomy, but I can't say that. I put an extra M in that word. Lobotomy. Isn't it lobotomy? I think so. I, I never know. can spell it right. We're the worst. We don't. <laughs> we can't pronounce and we don't know how to spell. Just having a podcast and I don't know how to say words. We don't. Well, you don't realize it until you have a podcast. So um, Until you're listening to it back and you're like, oh, what are you doing? Yeah, that, um, but I had, I think that's my favorite one out of this series. Oh, that was definitely the best one. Yeah. yeah. That was, that, that was the best out of this, out of this season. I definitely am going to watch season two. Yes. I started season two Friday, question mark. Um, and how this one is a little story in the beginning and then it goes to like the actual story and then it kind of goes to the aftermath or kind of link it with stuff today. These are just shows. You don't know nothing about it. It's like watching a half-hour history documentary, sort of. So um, season two is different than season one. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't do any of the voices. He doesn't say this is lore, and we're talking about. So less Aaron Minky. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's, he's that's what this show needs. This show needs less Aaron Minky. I love him, but he's he's much. He's so much. Well, and I've got the first. And second lore books. He has three out. And um, I've got them on audio. And they're like 10 hours long. And it's, it takes me like a week to listen to them. Because it, of his cadence. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I find his voice just insanely soothing. Yeah. Yeah, that makes so sense. So it's like I'm sitting on the on the train and I'm like, you know, dozing or at yeah, my you're desk. you miss your stop. Yeah. Which is my greatest, other greatest fear. Yeah. So, okay, well, so I should definitely watch season two then. I think so. Um, I liked the first episode. It was really interesting. I'm not going to tell you what it's about. So, yeah, I think we're going to watch it tonight if we stop the Harry Potter movie marathon. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay, do you want to do Obsession Session? No. Okay. I'm Bye. just kidding. <laughs> um, I'm going to do mine real quick. It's mm-hmm. on the West Memphis 3. Ah. Which is about uh, three young boys that go missing for about a day, I think. Um, Their bodies are discovered horribly mutilated. Um, And three teenage boys are tried and convicted of their murder. Three teenage boys who absolutely did not do it. Had nothing to do with this at all like literally nothing and it's just kind of all about that um and so uh last podcast on the left is doing a three or four part series um they finished up the case on friday but they said they're going to do like a follow-up to it next friday and then i'm listening to truth and crime which has a 33 episodes (laughs) that's insane (laughs) it's so detailed well, but this case is so big, you really could do 33 episodes. If you just dedicated, you know, I mean, you've got three young, three children who mm-hmm. were murdered, mm-hmm. and then you've got three teenage boys. So if you dedicated, you know, five episodes to each kid, 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's a this is a huge case. Well, and the thing that I think is really fascinating, I guess, about it, it is two things. One is they were convicted really with no evidence whatsoever. No evidence. I wouldn't even say it was circumstantial. Evidence. No, it was just that they were black and listened to Metallica, and uh, you know, Damien Eccles was a Satanist. Not he was a, he was a little punk asshole. Is what yeah, it was. he was a little goth kid and thought he was being smart. And um, even when you watch the documentary called, what's the documentary I, called? I forget. It's, it's on HBO. Um, Google it. It's on HBO. It's a great uh, documentary. It really is. Um, and I just watched this like three months ago, four months ago, and I was just fascinated by it because you can watch them in the in the courtrooms, and they're just being punk little teenage boys. They don't think they're in trouble. They don't think it's anything serious. And then they're like. Life, life, execution, and they're like, "Holy shit balls!" <laughs> yeah, because they, these poor kids were so young and so poor, they really did not understand. Mm-hmm. They thought we're innocent. Mm-hmm. There's no way we're going to get convicted of this. Mm-hmm. So who gives a shit if I'm a little smartass? Yeah, you can't send me to jail for being a smartass. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes, you can. You well, can go to jail for being a smartass. And this is another case where, just like making a murderer, where you have a teenage boy who is mentally challenged. Yes, that's he, the other thing, too. Yeah. I can't remember which one it is, but he didn't even know what a lawyer was. I don't oh, know how love. he passed anything to be mentally able to withstand a trial, but they did. They gave him, they gave him um, a polygraph test he did not understand what that was then they lied to him about what the polygraph test said (sighs) and did they said that the polygraph test they told him can read your brain and he believed them well and this is my whole thing about i don't know if i'm getting this messed up with making with uh, making a murderer but didn't they interview him without a present or um their their family their parents or attorney in both cases in both cases parents were not there and and honestly these poor kids even if their parents had been there that's that's still not enough to protect them you know no because the parents don't seem really educated no either and unfortunately they were very poor very uneducated Mm -hmm. yeah and this whole thing i mean and there's some weird shit going on during and after the cases that I won't even go into. But I think that the, the worst part about this, besides these three little boys being murdered brutally, not even like uh, uh, throat slit and thrown in the river or whatever. No, like they were tortured. Horrible, first. horrible, horrible. Oh, these three young men um, served 18 years for a crime yeah. they did not commit. The only reason they got out was to say... I don't know. It, they kind of pled guilty to it. Yeah. I forget what it's called. I think it's called yeah. the Allen plea. Maybe? I think so, where it's like, I, I'm not going to really admit I did it. I'm, I'm not. I just don't feel like the evidence is strong enough to maybe get me out of this. So what it is, this is a plea deal that's used every single day. Um, and it's used a lot in cases where people are not wealthy enough to go to court. Yes. To hire lawyers. What it says is, mm-hmm. I am innocent, but I will take the charge. 
So basically, yes. you're telling the court system, yes, I'm, I'm maintaining my innocence. However, I'm allowing you to convict me of this charge. And so um, that happens a lot in like drug cases and mm-hmm. stuff like that, where these people are going, I did not have these drugs on me, but I can't prove to you that I didn't. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take the charge and go to jail. That's an actual thing. There is no more guilty or not guilty. Mm-mm. But... The worst thing about it is because they pled that way and used it, even if they find the murderers of these three young boys, they can't even try them for no, it. No, so the, the cases are closed. The yeah, case is officially closed. So Because they have been convicted. So, so yeah. they're never going to find these people. Um, yeah. My obsession session this week is I watched a bunch of movies on Netflix. <laughs> Yay. I, like I said earlier, I watched The Witch. It was traumatizing and confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched The Apostle, which is an, another uh, that's a net that's a made for Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. That one is about a brother. His sister is kidnapped by a cult in Ireland. <laughs> who live, yeah, yeah. Who live um, like on a very isolated island. And so he has to sneak onto this island pretending to be a cult member mm-hmm. and find out where his sister is and try and rescue her. Mm-hmm. It starts off as one thing and turns into another. It's almost like a video game. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me of, oh, it, you'll know the name of this, that video game, Silent Hill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was very Silent Hill-esque. Mm. Yeah, it's it's scary and it's gory. Mm. Um, it's got, like, supernatural elements in it. Mm. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's, I liked it. It was good. It mm-hmm. was, <laughs> my husband kept going, what are you watching? And I was like, I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening right now. <laughs> it's something on Netflix. I don't know. I thought it was a cult, but now there's like vampires. Mm. I'm not sure. Oh, God. Um, yeah, it was great. That was my obsession session this week was uh, some some Netflix movies. Go 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 watch movies on Netflix. You can't really binge watch them. but Or go to the theater and see Halloween like I did. Yeah, so how was that? That was really good. Yeah. It's not good. really a horror movie. This is more of a... What happens to you when you watch or know three of your, four of your best friends get killed Ah. and how it affects you as a survivor? That's pretty scary. Yeah. Her daughter in it is played by, I forgot her name, but she's Fern Mayo in Jawbreaker. Yay. I love her. (laughs) I know. And so I'm like, it's Fern Mayo. What else was she in? She was on a uh, Big Bang Theory. She was Thank in. Thank you. Yeah, that's it. Not the last Jurassic Park, but the or Jurassic World, like the first Jurassic World. She played yeah. the mom in that. With the dad is what's his face from the Office, the Ooh. CEO, David Wallace. Yes. Ah. <laughs> but Halloween was really, really good. It like I mean, it was gory. I mean, obviously. Yeah. It, it's it's very fascinating. I, I really, really liked it. What was the name of the podcast again about West Memphis 3? Because I'm going to go listen to that. Uh, Truth and Crime? Truth and Crime? Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, season, uh, hold on, because there's, there's multiple seasons. It's season, I think, five. Okay. But it's, boy, it's really, really good. I, I cannot even recommend it enough um, to watch. Okay, so what are we watching next week? The Haunting of Hill House? Is that the yeah. name of it? 
Yeah, The Haunting <laughs> of Hill House. Um, so this just came out on Netflix, I think, sometime in October. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's being called the best show on Netflix right now. Mm-hmm. Until Sabrina comes out. Until Sabrina comes out. People are saying that it's better than Stranger Things. <gasps> no. Yeah. I know that's quite a claim. That is quite a claim. Yeah, so I'm excited to watch it. It's going to be fun. And this will be like our last like spooky Halloween spooky. <laughs> binge <laughs> um, before we move on to uh, nicer things in November, I guess. I guess. If we have, guess. To. If I have um, to. Okay, so that's it, guys. Go binge watch The Haunting of Hill House. It's on Netflix. Yes. Yay! Okay, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.